Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. It's a fantastic Tuesday. Hey, allergies still on me a little bit, but this is Crouch Man coming to you. Hopefully, you've had a great, fantastic weekend and week, and you are making your life exactly what you want it to be, because ultimately, you do have control over that. Uh, Surprisingly enough, you do have control over how you think, how you behave, and ultimately, how you bear fruit in this world. Hey, today, we'll talk a little bit about real estate and talk to you on... uh, on the side of, of, hey, I'm a realtor, what do I need to do to make a living in this thing? What are the basics for me? What must I do to be successful? And I want to break that down on some of the concepts that that uh, I've picked up, I've learned through Kelly Williams as an international master faculty instructor, and some of the things that were practical, effective, and therefore useful. Excuse me, my allergies are just killing me today. But let's talk about database. Hey, you get into the real estate business. What in the world do you need to have a database for? Why do you think that's important? Well, first of all, let's define a database. You're getting ready to get into the business. You've been in the business for years. What's your database look like? And I want you to define that as a name, an address, and as a phone number. There's an email address with it. Are you ready? Now listen to this one, the fifth one. I, I call this the, the thumb of, of the five fingers, right? Your thumb. Birthday. So do you have a birthday? Address, phone number, email, and that name. By the way, that equals database. So you want to put that in sort of a system. Now, there's ACT. There's Goldmine. Uh, there's Top Producer. There's Wise Agent. I happen to like... Both top producer and wise agent, they're both very effective and uh, pretty inexpensive as well. So top producer or wise agent work fantastic. But you want to have a database. And let's, let's use the proverbial, you want to get 100, right? You want 100 folks in your database. And we're going to come back to why that's important in just a few. But you want 100 people in your database name. Address, phone number, email, and birthday equals one. Hey, until that is done, until that is accomplished, everything else is a distraction. Your number one priority is to have a database because that's what you're going to mine over the next week, month, and year. And we're going to add to this database. Everyone says, wow, I'm tired of talking about database. Oh, database this, database that. Well, guess what? It's important. Stop wondering what trade you need to go to. Stop wondering how you're going to make your next sale. Get your database in check. Hey, by the way, there are folks out there also, and if you email me at crouch at kw.com or hit me up on Facebook, hey, they do this for a living. They'll actually set up your database for you. They'll actually do what we're going to talk about next, which is feed it continuously, drip on it. Now, if you haven't picked up the book, The Millionaire Real Estate Agent, uh, you need to. A definitive guide, I believe, on, on real estate. Uh, yes, the market has shifted. There's another book uh, called Shift, also put out by Gary Keller, a millionaire real estate agent by Gary Keller, uh, Jay Papazan, and, and, and Dave Jenks. Hey, guess what? A definitive guide. Great. Take a cross-section of realtors around the nation, and it and, 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 and really goes into the research behind what made them successful. So pick up the red book, right? Millionaire real estate agent. But in the millionaire real estate agent, we talk about beat it, 
uh, and that is it being your database. And we want to systematically, systematically drip on this database. Now, think of your database as, as, as some farmland. It, now think of, of feeding it or watering your farm. Right? We want to actually grow some crop. Hey, remember this. When you sow, okay, you're now this farmer. When you sow something, right, you don't get back one-to-one -one, uh, relations. Right? If you sow some corn, you get more corn back than you actually planted or so it see why these bushels come out. So as we work on our database and growing it, understand that as we drip on it, it's going to yield us a crop. So think of your database as your land. Think of feeding it as actual nutrients, water, sun, all that fun stuff. So what do we mean by a 33 touch? Well, in the Millionaire Real Estate Agent, we talk about a 33 touch program, also an 8 by 8 program. So what that means is this. Those contacts that are in your database, you are, through the course of a year, going to contact them 33 times. Okay. The exact same way? Of course not. By the way, Herculean task. One is getting a database. Now, number two is systematically dripping on it in this 33 touch. Now, what are some of the 33 touches that you could do? Obviously, we have the snail mail, your postcard, your, hey, it, it, it's crouch time, thinking about buying a house, think of me, right, goes in the mailbox, of which we know we get about a three-second, if we're lucky, look rate, right? The eyeballs are on that piece of uh, jumbo 3x5 or 4x5 card for about three seconds, if we're lucky. But as Brian Buffini discussed uh, years ago, we don't want to send that just once a month, to this sphere of influence, our database that we're dripping on, let's send that every 21 days. And if I send that every 21 days, that means in the course of a year, they're going to get about 16 hits. Sound good? That's 16 of your 33 just by setting up your automatic mail. Now, where can you go to get this info? Wise Agent has templates already built in. So does Top Producer have templates built in. But by the way, send out a snail mail. I really like quantum mail. Look up quantummail.com. You can actually go on there, set up a campaign, and automatically run it. What's that going to oh, must cost a lot of money. That's going to be about 47, 48 cents probably per piece going out. Okay? Per piece going out. In the 33 touches, we also want to call our database at least once a quarter. That's four touches, right? So now we're at, what, 20? 16 and 4 is 20. But every time, uh, and I want you to jot this down, make a note, a uh, teachable moment, if you will, or, or a little gem here. Anytime you talk to somebody on the phone in that database, you want to follow that up with a letter, follow that up with a little thank you card. Hey, enjoyed speaking with you today. Hope little Johnny plays well at his baseball game or soccer game. Drop that in the mail. Right? So if I talk to him and drop it in, that's 4 plus 4, now I'm at 8, right? 16 plus 8. You can see how quickly we're getting up to our 33. By the way, there's a reason why we asked for the birthday. Send out that birthday card as well. If it's a spouse, it's husband and wife. If they have kids, get the kids' birthdays as well. Why would you not? And of course, you can pick up some of the most obscure holidays, Groundhog Day, you know, where you know we don't get the mail coming to you. If they bought a house from you in the past, you could send an anniversary uh, on their, 
year that they bought their house. If they're married, of course, you could send an anniversary card to those guys as well. Okay, so you can actually send a card on their birthday, send a card on their their special unique holidays. But the key is 33 times. Data and history has told us that if we do this for 33 times in the course of a year, you will keep what's called into their mind share, their mind share. And if we stay on that mind share, we will ultimately over time have an opportunity to help them, their family members, or their friends or family members purchase real estate in the future, right? So 33 touch program. I want to drip on my database. 33. By the way, if I had to run some rough numbers on that, it's going to cost you probably about, including those four letters, the snail mail letters. And of course, you could send email, but uh, let me talk about email for a moment. Not nearly as effective as video email, right? Another free service that you could pick up, it's pretty snazzy, it's called iJot. And iJot allows you to, uh, you know, allows you to Send a video for free. Right? It's going to give you that chance to make that thing happen. So here I am, a $33 touch program is going to cost you about 13 bucks a person to, to keep in my database. And you can run a budget on that, about 13 bucks. Okay? If I drip systematically, absolutely without fail, four things are going to happen. Four things are going to happen. One, that database may ask you to buy a house. Number two, that database may ask you to sell a house. Number three, you may, from that database, be asked, who you know in a different city or state. There could be a referral. Right? By the way, this is our harvest. We, we have our land. We've now fed it, right? We've now dripped on our database, and now all of a sudden our harvest is coming up. And what's coming out of this harvest is either a buyer or a seller or a referral. But if you notice in the land, you may notice that there's not every inch is covered with, uh, with corn. There's rows, right? So is it true with your database? Maybe nothing happens. Maybe nothing happens. A buyer or a seller, you may get a referral or nothing happens, and that is okay. That's okay if nothing happens. So it begs to the question, what should I be learning? What should I be studying? What should I be holding my skills on? Well, number one, you ought to know how to handle a buyer if you're in the real estate business. And what does that mean? That means you need to figure out if you get a buyer that wants to purchase real estate, what's your buyer presentation look like? Do you have a buyer presentation that takes them from A to Z? Hey, Mr. Buyer, here's what we're going to do. Here's how we're going to behave. This is what we can expect. And then, of course, if I'm working with a buyer, I probably, we'll call it our buyer presentation, well, then I probably ought to know how to find houses. So be an expert at your local uh, multiple listing service. Be an expert on finding homes. Be an expert on finding short sales. Be an expert on knowing where the foreclosures are. Okay? Very, very, very important that we get that. 
Well, if the second thing that's going to happen is maybe I would get a seller, there's two components to being a seller then, right? Number one, I should know how to price a house. We call that a competitive market analysis. And in these days and times, very difficult to grab proper pricing when there's short sales and fire sales going all around us. So how do you know and have you honed on your skill on selling or ascertaining a sales price or a competitive market analysis? I wonder what I should be studying. How to price a house in the current market. How about that? And then, those very sellers are going to ask you, well, now what are you going to do? And we call that your marketing program. What are you going to do to market? Are you old school and just thinking that print media is going to save you? <laughs> I'm just joking with you. Hey, what social media sites are you going to be using? Right? Uh, are you on all of the uh, you know, search engine optimized within your website? Are you out there? Right? What's your marketing plan? So what if I should study? Hey, when I get somebody's house listed and they've entrusted one of their largest assets uh, to my possession, what, what, what am I going to do? What's my marketing program? That's what you should be focusing on in your trading, right? How to price it. And then once you get it priced, how are you going to go out there and market it? And remember this, back to the millionaire real estate agent, every single listing that you get out there, listen, stay close to me, needs to beget two buyers. Right? So many realtors will come to me and we're, we're chatting there. Hey, I listened to this house. I sold it one day. They think they did a great job. Really? <laughs> no, you didn't do anything. The market sold that property. And you lose because you didn't get two buyers from that property. Every time you get a listing, it's two sales. Buyers, that's what I want you to hold the line on, okay? Hold that line and hold it firm. All righty. Referrals. You know, as a real estate agent, you can make a ton of money on referral business just by referring. Look, you spend a lot of time and energy getting your real estate license. And what I mean by that is if you have a friend in Rhode Island and you live in, let's say, California, you can actually refer that friend in Rhode Island to a realtor in Rhode Island, have that realtor make the sale, and that realtor in Rhode Island will thank you by giving you anywhere between a 25 or 30% referral fee for you simply making a connection. Now, what does that mean? What that means is that referral should be treated as a business. And the reason that you go to a lot of networking events is so that you can meet other realtors that in the course of everyday business, if you have somebody moving out of state, that you can refer to them. And conversely, if somebody's coming into state, you want them to refer to you. So referral business is a very big thing. Well, I know all there is to know about real estate. I'm not going to go out there and go to any training. Well, come on now. We also talk about being learning-based. Get your butt out there, network, because referral business is, if you, if you put a pen to paper on that and, and determine that you make a phone call, refer somebody over, and you get a you know, two or $3,000 check, in some cases maybe it's even larger, man, that's some good dollar productive activity. So I want you to think about the referral business. And we talked about the fourth thing that could happen from this wonderful crop that you've sown. We talked about a buyer, so know how to walk a buyer through the process, right? A buyer-broker agreement, get that buyer committed to you know how to find the properties. A seller, somebody may want to sell their property, of course, know how then to do a competitive market analysis, know how to price a property, and then, of course, have a marketing plan to get it out to the masses and sell that property. And then, of course, 
we just discussed this referral business, right? And that's around the country. So by simply referring somebody, picking up this referral fee. Well, the fourth thing, nothing can happen. And what I mean by that, nothing. Well, if nothing happens, uh, we tend to forget as realtors, hey, we're in the sales business, which means by definition we're going to get more no's than yeses. So that means you have got to stay up positive. And that comes down to really, really three key areas. What are you reading? See, if you're reading positive, uplifting, self-help, how to be a better person, that keeps you in that frame of mind. You know, if you're reading downtrodden, if you're reading things that are, are, are taking you to places where you maybe ought not be, it's going to be hard to stay up. So what books are you reading? Number two, who are you hanging out with? Who are you hanging out with? You know, uh, you want to catch a cold? Hang out with people with a cold. <laughs> you know, we, we, we've heard it a million times, but is it the truth? The fastest way to catch a cold is hang out with four or five other people that have a cold and, oh, boy, I'm surprised I have a cold. Well, so is it true in business. Hang out with four or five uh, negative, downtrodden. The market is this. The market is that. I can't make a living in this deal. Uh, this is a horrible time to, to try to make it in real estate. This is terrible. Really? What do you think your mind's going to do? I want you to go visual just for a moment. I want you to imagine that you're a big five-gallon, beautiful container of water. Five gallons. And what happens to that if I just get a little blotter and just put a little ink blot in there? Just drip one little, one little drip of black ink in that bottle. What happens to the water? There's a lot more clean water in there. But what happens to the bottle of water? What happens is five gallons. Does the blot just stay there and that's it and we can operate around it? No. The whole doggone five gallons turns dark. You cannot afford to have negative people in your life. You see them, run from them like the plague. Run from them as if they are the contaminated, lest they contaminate your gallon bucket. Now, let me tell you what, that's a lesson that took me a long time to learn because I always thought for many, many years that I could actually take that little ink blotter, let it float around in my water, and I would still stay clean. It doesn't happen. It affects your mind. It affects your decision-making process. Hey, what's the only way to clean your water jug out again then? You've got to dump it all out, don't you? You have to dump it all out. When you dump it all out, you got to start again. What books are you reading and who are you hanging out with? Do a self-assessment. Take the five people that you hang out with right now the most, that you spend the most time with, the five individuals. Take their annual salaries to the best of your ability, if they've told you, right? And divide it through. That's what you're making. Hello. Let me say it again. Take the five folks you hang out with the most. Take their annual salaries and divide it through. That's what you're making. You're making an average of what they're making right there, those five people. So I ask you, are you hanging out with people that are making 20 grand a year? Hundred grand a year? Are you hanging out with the guys who make a million a year? Hey, 
think it and then make it happen. Who you hang out with matters. Just like if I hang out with people that have colds, I'm going to catch a cold. If I hang out with successful people, I will catch success. Okay? It's a law of the universe. It's a law of the universe. And then thirdly, what are you listening to? I mean, you're driving around your car, you're heading to an appointment, you're leaving an appointment, you're heading to work, you're commuting. What are you listening to? Are you listening to upbeat, positive? Are you, are you listening to things that are going to help you be successful in your core business? Are you listening to things that are making you a better person? Or you basically listen to some trash talk radio shows that, that you're going to do nothing. Hey, by the way, I'm not a, I'm not a talk show uh, basher, by the way. I, I believe if you listen to an issue and, and you have an opinion, to call in. We have a political system. If, if you're really upset with things, go out there, run for an office, and go out and make a change. Don't just sit and listen to negative trash every single day of which you do nothing other than allow yourself to get pull, pulled down. Turn your vehicle into a university. Turn your car into a learning center. What are you listening to? If I've got to drive, why don't I listen to something upbeat? Why, why am I not listening to Zig Ziglar or, or, or some Jim Rohn or, or uh, right, right, well, some uplifting stuff? Do you know that the millionaire real estate agent is actually on audio? And just having that playing in your vehicle, how to be a better realtor? Why would you not want to play that? Well, I want to listen to this and that. I want to listen to music. Hey, 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 that's all well and good. We've talked in previous shows about what is your mission and vision. And if I'm working, I want to do everything I can to hit that mission and the vision. Right? This is work time. So if nothing happens, I need to really, really guard my, my, my attitude. And it's likened to uh, dehydration. Now, in the desert, you're out there running around. Most folks don't realize they're dehydrated until it's too late. You know, they're not sweating anymore. They figure it's okay. But you actually need to hydrate before you dehydrate, and that means drinking water before you think you need water. So is it true with what you're listening to, who you're hanging out with, and what books you're reading? See, you need that to put hydration, goodness, into you because you're going to get knocked down more times than not. You're going to get knocked down, knocked down, knocked down. So put water in. Put goodness in. Put that uplifting positive stuff in, even if you think you don't need it. Because it's hard, hard, hard. In some cases, almost impossible. Once that battery is drained out completely to get that one restarted, you have to, you have to get a whole new battery. Okay? Whole new battery. So, having said that, there's four things that can happen from your wonderful database that you systematically dripped on, what we call this 33 touch. You have this harvest of either buyers or sellers, either referral businesses or nothing's happening. And that's okay. One of those four things are going to happen. Now, what does the farmer do to his land once that harvest is done? You got it. They recultivate, right? They just plow it down. And so is it true with your database. You just strip it down again. You do it all over again. Now, those are four steps. Have a database and feed it, uh, cultivate it, right, and do it again. If that is all there is to the database, why in the world, why in the world wouldn't everybody just do that? Why in the world 
Would you not have your database in place? After listening to this today, why would you not go and get your database in check? Hey, by the way, it's not that you're lazy. And oh, by the way, it's not that you don't know how to do it. Oh, by the way, it's, it, it's not that you lack the initiative. It's not that you're lacking the wanting, because I think that, uh, that everyone listening out there uh, genuinely has a cause. They genuinely do want to get better. So why in the world don't they do it? Why in the world would you not do it? Well, I'll say it's the fifth component. Just like that database, that birthday is the thumb, this is the thumb of this hand of success of a database, and that is having some accountability. And accountability is critical. Now, many of the reasons that you got into the real estate business are the same reasons that you will fail in the real estate business if allowed to go unchecked. And what I mean by that is accountability. That's having somebody simply ask you questions about your goal, about your stated mission, about your stated vision, about what you want to accomplish, and having them ask you a couple of questions on how well you did on that. Accountability. I don't have anybody in my database, but I want to have 100 people in my database. I want to have it by the end of the month. That's wonderful. That would mean that we'd have to have what? 25 people a week in our database. Have somebody meet you once a week and ask you one simple question. What was your goal? Well, my goal was to get 25 people in my database with a name, address, phone number, email, and birthday. Have that person ask you this next question. How did you do? Uh, well, I did okay. I, I got 10. Really? Okay, let's ask him this question. Are you ready? Stay with me. Based on that, what are you going to do next week? Now, of course, we can drop in how do you feel about it, but, but here's the key. If somebody's asking you how you did, we call that accountability, how they did as it relates to whose goal? Their goal. Not your goal. It's their goal. It's your goal now, isn't it? Have accountability into your place. You know, all the training in the world is not going to be nearly as effective unless you have some accountability tied to it. So you have to have accountability tied to it. That's ask, having somebody ask you a couple questions. What was your goal and how did you do? How do you feel about that? Based on that, what are you going to do now? Do you know how to do that? Of course, you ought to get 25 names. It's a database. I'm starting off in real estate. What is the one thing I need to do to be successful in real estate? Let's have a database. Name, address, phone number, email, and birthday. I then need to systematically stay in contact. We call that a drip system. We call that our 33 touch. We know four things are going to pop out of that database. We're going to get a buyer or a seller. We're going to get a referral or absolutely nothing is going to happen. And all four of those we're great with. We're tied to the process. We are not tied to the result. I'm going to continue to add to that database, and I'm going to do it again and again. And I'm going to have somebody hold me accountable. I'm going to have somebody ask me the very question, hey, what was your goal and how did you do? And based on that, what are you going to do now? That's it. That's a secret. Staggering numbers of real estate agents out there today do not have a database in place. So again, I say database, name, address phone number, email, and a birthday. So many realtors out there 
have what I call the Bible of real estate, the MREA book, our red book, and haven't even read it, how can that possibly be? I encourage you to read the book. Make it happen. Because ultimately, it's up to you. Ultimately, you're the one who's going to make that thing a success. This is Crouchman. Hope you enjoyed today's show. Get a database. Feed it. Feed it regularly. Cultivate that in which comes out of it. Stick to the process and have somebody hold you accountable. You know, nobody can do it for you. You've got to find the inner drive. So find it. Make it happen. These are some of the best times in real estate. Make it happen. Do what you do best. Hang around the right people. Listen to the right DVDs and tapes and CDs. And remember, if you want to catch a cold, hang out with those guys that have colds. You want to catch money, hang out with the money makers. You want to catch success in the real estate world, hang out with successful real estate agents. Hey, you want successful uh, real estate companies? Hang out with successful real estate companies. This is Scratch Man. Hey, it's always a pleasure ch chatting with you. Hope you have a great one. I know you will because ultimately it's up to you. Nothing externally affects you all internally, so make it a great day. It's Scratch Man. Have a blessed week, life, and all around great world. Adios.